Blog Talk Radio. This is the Change Book Radio Show, global insight and inspiration from life and business. We're brought to you by the fastest growing personal development book series in the world titled The Change. And I'm your host and voice, Stacey Carnaluti, transformational leader and coach, international best-selling author, and founder of High Powered Success Academy and StaceyC.com, The Power to Be. Welcome to The Change. Hello, friends. It's Stacey Carnaluti here. And... We are back after a little uh, summer break. We took some time off in July, and now um, we're back, and I'm so excited to bring our first guest to you. She is amazing. It's Dr. Stefania Shimano. She's a doctor, a spiritual specialist, and a money coach who has discovered a precise solution to the mother-lover paradox, and we're going to get into that in just a minute. Her results, her client results are money breakthroughs, balanced hormones, and sexier-feeling bodies, and she is both a medical doctor and a spiritual shaman, as I just mentioned. Her history goes back to naturopathic uh, medicine, and she deals with, she healed herself from thyroid issues, adrenal burnout, and she doubled her income while raising um, a little boy, her son, with the tools that she teaches her clients. Today, she's a master healer for high-achieving women who want to focus on feeling incredible and creating a legacy for their children. She teaches people how to turn pressure into passion and depletion into overflow. So I am so excited to bring to you Dr. Stefania Shimano. Can you hear me okay? I hear you great, yes. Awesome. Welcome to the Change Book Radio Show. So glad to have you today. Thank you so, so much for inviting me, Stacey. Yeah, you're welcome. So this um, topic of wealth and wellness, um, you had been going through, when you had your own son, you discovered a lot of, um, I don't want to call them issues, but challenges maybe to being a lover and to being a mother at the same time. So let's start right there. Like, what is this mother-lover paradox that you talk about? So the mother-lover paradox um, that really starts for women um, sometimes before they even have children. And the reason that it begins there is because we as women in our Western society are really taught to be like men. We are taught to be hyper-masculinized, as I call it. Um, And what that does is it alters our hormones. Wow. Uh, It creates problems with the breast the uterus, the ovaries, the cervix. Um, It it changes the way we use our energy, the way we store fat. It changes um, our motivation, our stamina. It changes a lot of things. And some women, you know, because of this, they have trouble getting pregnant in the first place because their progesterone is so low. And that happens with adrenal fatigue. Okay, let's talk about that. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I have to interrupt you. Like, I mean, this right here, you know, what you just said is is really life-changing. I mean, just that right Mm -hmm. there. The the belief systems that we grow up, right, our belief systems are kind of formed from a very, very young age, the first eight years of life, some people say. So hyper-masculinity. So, you know, little girls are growing up in this masculine um, kind of dominant world, and that literally changes our hormones, which changes the way our uterus, our breasts, our, uh, like, literal, like, feminine femininity, like, how it all functions. 
is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, I first started to notice this in women in my medical practice that had infertility or periods that just were so irregular that she couldn't track it. You know, she wanted to get pregnant but had no idea when she was going to ovulate. And it was just, these were the women that I would say, sort of almost air quotes, demonized their yeah. femininity the most. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, this is interesting. Uh-huh. So demonized, meaning like just t- so much shame around it, right? Absolute repression. So like much anything. shame around being a woman, feeling like there was, you know, there were things she couldn't do, or and and sometimes that almost seems like what couldn't she do? We can do anything, but you know, it, it depends on her upbringing and the way she thinks, and it depends on the profession that she chooses. You know, and it depends on, you know, what the family is still saying in her ear and as an adult until you learn to overcome that. You know, everyone's in a different spot when they begin. Yeah. Wow. Some of your clients come to you believing that maybe they had um, a traumatic experience with with their dad or that they're just Mm -hmm. like refusing to step into their power or there's some kind of fear that, you know, so you were able to kind of do the work of, of seeing, learning how to see inside the body. Talk a little bit about that. How did you, your kind of shamanic work is what brought you to that ability to see inside. <laughs> yeah, is that true? And you know, uh, I, I've taken anatomy classes from high school into medical school. So I've taken like woof, tons and tons of that. I've always loved dissection and taking things apart, you know, even since <laughs> I was a kid. And then you know, then you get into medical school and cadaver labs, like my favorite thing. So I always, you know, knew a lot about the actual structures. And then when I studied as a shaman's apprentice uh, for five years, I started that in 2009. Um, then I learned I could see inside the body just by sitting with a person. And then I learned I could do it long distance. Wow. Um, so, yeah, you know, some people say that's like a medical intuitive, and, and yes, but what I can see is exact imbalances within the structures of the human anatomy, but also the spiritual anatomy. So, yeah. Wow. Okay, so that kind of confirms what you were saying earlier about the belief systems or the way that, that women were brought up. So let's go back mm-hmm. to that again. So now the mother-lover paradigm. So they come to you, and then what? Well, it's interesting because it used to be they would come to me and say, I can't get pregnant. Or they would come to me and say, my period is, a, is a, it's not manageable. I don't feel good. Or they had a lot of acne or pain. And now women are coming to me, not quite for like the outward medical problem, but more of a, I feel like I've done everything to get my business off the ground. And, you know, and I'm not a business coach. I do the health and the money. And they would say things like, the money, I don't know why the money isn't flowing. I don't, I don't know why my energy isn't high. I don't understand. I feel like I do everything right. I do yoga. I meditate. I feel like I eat pretty well. Like, what is the problem? Awesome. So it, it's, a, it's almost a, um, a set of symptoms, a set of negative symptoms that women tend to come to me with. Okay. Okay. So then what do you do? Well, then I kind of address the whole body. So it's almost always thyroid and adrenal. Um, adrenal, that's just our Western world. I've, I, I, and this is not hyperbole when I say one patient 
from my beginning of medical school all the way until now has not had burnout. <laughs> wow. One person. Okay. So Everybody's got to handle something. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you diagnose this so, with a saliva test, blood test. How, how do you do that? I used to do that. So now I don't do quite medical diagnosis, but I do to me, it's actually far more interesting. <laughs> cool. I love it. Yeah. It's far more interesting <laughs> to me to do this. Um, basically I find out what is really going on for her deeply. You know, what is the emotional um, pattern what is going on with her neurochemistry. And I do this all intuitively and I nail it. I have no, um, I have no fear that I'm inaccurate whatsoever. I'm, I'm, it's absolutely precise. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. just, I, I love it. Like I get chills because this is why we're here. This is totally why we're here. Yes. And I love it. Yes. I just love talking to people who have gotten to this place. So carry on. Go yeah, I, so what I do is, you know, like I, I'll, I'll tell her what's really going on with her digestion. I'll tell her why her blood pressure is really hopping up and down. Why, she, you know, what's the real reason why her sleep is inconsistent? You know, what's actually going on uh, with her money? You know, I can see and I can hear, you know, like what are, what are the soul lessons that she came in with that she's still mm. kind of working through, but trying to push her way around rather than head right at it. You know, yeah. what happened in her family history that made it this way? Like, I could see all of that stuff. So, you know, wow. it really depends on the woman's willingness to hear this because uh, maybe you would or maybe you would not be surprised how many women. Uh, let me just say this. There's this saying that we all think that the number one sort of goal of the body is survival or the number one goal of life is survival. And that's not usually what's really going on for people. Most yeah. people's main goal subconsciously is control. Mm. Nothing feels worse to an ambitious woman than to lose control. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. It's highly <laughs> destabilizing, highly yeah. destabilizing. And if yeah. we don't feel stable, we feel like we're losing and we're afraid we're going to lose everything we built and we start freaking out. Yeah. So it goes like back to that anxious feminine. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. The, the, the giving up of complete control is the only way you can let somebody help you. Mm. Oh. So, it, you know, it, the, the success in a woman's solving of this problem also has to do with whether or not she's going to hang on tight for dear life with both hands and clench fists. <laughs> brother, she's gonna yeah. Okay, fine. I'll let you help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I let go and surrender. Surrender all. Uh -huh. Isn't that crazy that we would fight for the right to be in pain or to suffer and struggle and and you know uh, attempt survival rather than than really truly thriving and and living the life that that we're here to live. So, yeah, it is interesting. Even when people come to you for help, there's still this this step. Of surrendering. Well, any, of anything that's uh, a contrast from what you're used to is going to trigger the part of the brain called the amygdala that says, I'm going to die. Mm. Mm. Yeah, just so it is. yeah, this is straight truth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's just go yeah. right there. What do you, yeah. We're afraid of death, right? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so awesome. Now, um, you talk about this, 
you know, women's tendency, when we go back to like mm-hmm. the true feminine, um, our tendency to deny our naughtiness. And Ooh, the truth yeah. that, you know, we're, we're mothers, we're, we're nurturers, but we're also this like beautiful lover at the same time. And that seductive nature or that, um, whatever you want to call that nature, it's just, let's talk a little bit about the feminine that we, um, or many repress. What does that, that yeah. part of our femininity look like? That we tend to well, you know, for some women, dominated. that's based in religion. You know, in some religions, yeah. there's a, there's a, you know, something bad about being feminine. There's something bad about, um, you know, some there aren't goddesses in, in a lot of religions. And I don't want to go too deeply into religion because it's not really whether or not there's a goddess in the religion, but it's about allowing the divine to penetrate your system, which is a very yeah. feminine reception of the divine Mm -hmm. and we are taught to like go 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 with like be the knight on the sword charging ahead screaming your face off (laughs) (laughs) and it's like okay well yep and you know what and sometimes you have to do that if you're going to defend your children oh heck yes you're going to get on this horse and you're going to do exactly that yeah. But that isn't all the time that it does lead to our adrenal fatigue and our estrogen dominance and, you know, problems with our kidneys. Instead, what we have to learn is that there's a softness. There's a, there's an allowing yourself to be guided and, and the word submission absolutely freaks people out. And it might even bring images of like BDSM. So I'm not exactly mm-hmm. trying to go there, but what I am okay. saying is sometimes we don't even listen to God. Right, right. We just go, uh uh-uh, you know what, what I think is actually this, because I read it online, or this, you know, (laughs) this skinny woman said to eat this thing, so I'm going to do that. You know, and and there's an ignoring of the intuition, which is, you know, the voice of the divine in your head. And when we go deeply into our feminine, we hear it, we receive Mm -hmm. it, we submit to it, and we act upon it. Mm. And we aren't taught to do that. We're taught to just push and charge and go. Mm. Like, oh, okay. So that means I actually have to slow down to get that information. Yeah, right, right. And so that's kind of what you do on these VIP days or retreats with your your clients is you get them away for the day and um, and you just get totally present with them. I was reading, you know, some of your... Um, like client testimonials or whatever you call them. And, and, you know, they, a couple of them were so sweet about like talking about how attentive you were and how they didn't, you know, understand how you could just be so there with them for so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the yeah. to be so present is, is the well, you know what's funny? Here. <laughs> Perfect example of how, if you listen to what other people say, you will miss your genius because I've always been a hardcore focuser like I can focus deeply on the most precise details like a surgeon and as a young woman my mother is very much a go-getter said with love mom in case you ever hear this she (laughs) multitasks and go 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 that is her she does not focus on one thing at a time. She's doing 15. She's got 15 browsers open in her head at one time. And a lot of women are that way. Yeah. 
we if I would have listened to, to you know? but if I would have listened to the cultural pressure for me to multitask, I would never become who I am today. Yeah. And I would never be able to perform the psychic surgeries that I do on women today because it takes that amount of single pointed focus to be able to do that. So the reason mm -hmm. I'm bringing it up this way is because all the time women have this list of shoulds in their head. Mm -hmm. I should be able to multitask. I should be able to handle more. I should be able to take on other people's stuff. I should be able to listen to my friend when I'm exhausted. I should make it to the birthday party when I'm sick. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. No, you shouldn't. Who said? Yeah. Where is yeah. that written? Right, right. Don't, don't shit on yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. So good. So, yeah, okay. we, we have to be able to listen to our own selves, be our own selves, and let all that society has told us a, whim, a woman needs to be go into the circular file. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We get to be who we desire to be each and every day. It's such a choice. It's amazing to come to that that's true. On your website, you talk about type two, type one, and type two. So, um, tell us a little bit about the two different types of clients you work with. Type one women, um, they really feel like they lost something in motherhood. Like mm -hmm. their sexuality feels gone. They're exhausted. They wonder if they're ever going to feel sexy again. And and it's not that their partner doesn't want to be intimate with them, it's that they don't see themselves that way. And they're so like afraid of kind of never feeling the feeling again. They're just, they're filled with guilt. They're always kind of chasing what they want instead of letting it come to them because they don't know how this is an absolutely foreign concept mm -hmm. of being, of going into more a magnetic frequency versus the got to get it done, got to chase it. What do I have to do now? Mm -hmm. And she usually has thyroid adrenal things, uh, burnout things, a little extra weight. Uh, money is, is a little on the slow side if, if it, any of it seems like it's coming in at all. She sort of has this longing for her old life, wishing she had more time for creativity. Mm. And there's a fear of messing up her kids, you know, a fear that mm. like if she doesn't get it all right, that she won't be good enough and that something won't go right for or with her children. And that's type one. A lot of pressure there. And type, oh my goodness. Well, yeah. you know, we've, we've both been there, I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then one day you're like, oh my goodness, forget it. <laughs> type two, she knows who she is. She's come a long way. She's like 85% sorted. The body still has some adrenal issues because that's just our world and it hasn't been fully healed. She usually has some estrogen dominance, which means low progesterone, um, you know, stuff with her gut sometimes, especially if she's ignoring her intuition. Most of my women feel their intuition in their gut. Mm. And what she really wants at this point, because she's not so in the stuck, not so in the guilt, although every woman I have ever worked with has guilt on some level. She wants consistency. She's just like, how do I stay consistent? Because like, I'm not going back to where I used to be. I don't want to backslide. I don't want some virus to take me out and then I can't be present or I can't do my work. Um, 
You know, she, she wants to create a legacy for her kids. It's like this. Yeah. And I just want the money to accumulate. So I know that I can take care of me and I know I can take care of my kids if I have to. Um, and, and for both women, there's not a full, true, true belief yet in her power to create. Because once you get that, once it fully lands into your brain, it's like, okay, yep, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. And you know what to do. And you hear God talking to you. And you trust your body. And your body trusts you. And you start to feel that like juicy, sensual thing again. Um, and you can create from this other place of full confidence. Yeah. It's really, really beautiful. And then, you know what? And then a little bit of that naughty comes back in, which right. women usually raise an eyebrow about this. Like, what do you mean naughty? <laughs> like, but then once you get to talking, there's this smirk, there's this yeah. giggle, there's this <laughs> twinkle in their eye. And she's like, oh, yeah, I am kind of naughty. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of me. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. so beautiful. Oh my gosh, the both type one and type two begin um, with the same frequency. So let's talk a little bit about that energetic frequency, regardless of either one. They're but it's both the same frequency, and that frequency is what's keeping them totally repellent, right? So they're not magnetic. Yeah. They're not drawing into their life what they desire. So um, talk a little bit about that. That frequency has to do with the guilt and shame about being a woman. Oh, wow. That's the bottom line. You know, and like, I didn't, I didn't fully answer your question earlier. I don't think about, you know, where does this even come from? You know, as little girls, I remember myself, like if I was competing with the boys and I beat the boys, I was pretty high on myself. Mm, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like that was even the better than victory. beating the girls. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we aren't taught that there is power in being a woman. In fact, a lot of the time, feminine power is misconstrued as manipulation in the form of seduction. Mm-hmm. And we can be seductive without manipulative. It can be a beautiful, delicious dance. Yes. Yes, and yes it doesn't have to be a coercion. Mm-hmm. We are also taught... Um, one way or another, by things we observe or hear or feel, that femininity implies neediness or some sort of less than or like whininess or (laughs) just not able to do things for herself. We're very preoccupied with being self-sufficient. And sometimes it's from the women who came before us who had a hard time and said, you know, you never want to depend on a man. You want to make your own money. So, yes, these stories are very, very real. But what I'm here to sort of open the door to is what if you can have both? Mm-hmm. What if you can have what you want and be in partnership with the man? Yeah. What if you can be a feminine, sensual lover and be nurturing and the creator of life at the same time. Yeah. What if you can be healthy and rich? Yeah. What if you can be all of those things and it doesn't have to be because you did something evil or coercive? 
but rather you you learned where your power really lies and that is in the balance of the masculine feminine it's a union within the self of the part of you that's the action taker and the guide and the part of you that's the receptive and feels Mm. awesome so many women in marriages I've been able with my own clients to be able to identify that um, they were being manipulated by the husband's willingness to provide. So as they were, you know, bringing up children or whatever, staying home um, and doing that part, really they were feeling um, controlled or, or less than a contributor um, because they weren't contributing financially in their own mind. Um, and therefore they were in a, less than powerful position. And it's just so sad, you know, because their husbands weren't doing that to them. That's their very own belief around that whole issue. So um, let's talk a little bit about men and money, like the, the actual oh, yeah. sameness. <laughs> Go ahead and talk about that. I well, love that. One thing, what, what I find most women do, and I did this too, absolutely, when I first started to Uh, disentangle the divine masculine and money from human men. Mm -hmm. Because if we're talking about the masculine, we mean like the divine masculine. So the representations of what masculinity is from a spiritual um, nature, which is provider, which is action, which is guide. You know, this is like what brings you the money. Yeah. This is not always the same as the human men that you encounter because they're human and they're fallible and they make mistakes and they do and say stupid things. Mm -hmm. So what women have in their mind a lot of time is, well, what about that one guy? Well, what about that one thing he said? Or what about the person that let me down? And yep, those things absolutely happened, but we have to be a match for every frequency we experience on some Mm -hmm. level. Yeah. So it, 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 it's a little bit tricky. And here's where the really beautiful work comes in because when a woman can disentangle human men from all providership and money and the masculine aspect of God, that's when things start to soar. Mm. Because you get to where you, you start to feel yourself provided for. Mm-hmm. And then you see it. It's always in that direction, it seems. You don't usually yeah. see it, and then you believe it. You believe it first, and then you see it. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> totally. But we don't want it that way. We want the proof uh, first. <laughs> yeah, I love talking about the bones and how truth really is in the bones, and you feel it at that level. You know, truth mm-hmm. settles in, and, and you feel a radical energy shift within your body before you ever see it show up in the outer, you know, the external so, um, yeah, absolutely being abundant and, and totally provided for within before. Um, I mean, that is the very container that attracts or that brings um, that, that provision into your life. And so the men, so, so that's the, the thing that makes us so attractive to both the masculine energy that, that brings the provision and the protection and all of the um, energy that we need to take action in our life, all of that is the same energy. That's exactly right. And I find, and what women find is that once they start to tra- trust their own masculine within, 
then more trustworthy men begin to show up in their life. And then money comes in more reliably and sticks around. Right. So it's not entirely parallel, but a lot of women, their story about men, the two provocative questions I'd love to ask a woman to fill in the blank is men are always and men are never. And if they think men are always unreliable or they leave or they lie or whatever, they're going to have that same relationship to money. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) the same is true of the men are never men are never what you know and then you think the same thing about money it's almost always right there sometimes it's not exactly parallel like I had said but uh, you would be amazed at when women heal the relationship to their inner masculine a better guy shows up their relationship with their father often heals their boss starts being nicer more money comes in their hormone yeah. shift like boom 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 amazing amazing stomach mm-hmm. ulcers healed one year full salary hiatus better relationship with kids um there are so many um testimonials that that you know you have gotten the privilege of, of walking these women through um to these incredible places so just congratulations on the work that you're doing it's amazing just amazing thank you how rewarding autoimmune thyroid crisis ah new business um just in four months like boom like it, it's just to me it's it's incredible how this work unleashes the the life that we all long for you know there's so much um that we have inside of us that's just waiting to be birthed and all of these uh, illusions are keeping that work buried and making our bodies sick and our relationships unhealthy and toxic and so um just just awesome 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 um you have on your website a um what's it called ultimate freedom session is that a complimentary session that people can schedule or apply for? for, Yep, you have to apply for that um, because what I have learned over time is that (laughs) I have to be able to sniff out the women that are going to let me help them and versus the women who are like, I'm going to stay in control of everything. I'm going to tell you what I need and what we're going to do. And it's like, um, no. (laughs) I can't help you It's like walking into a surgeon and saying, something's wrong with my stomach and I'm going to tell you how to cut it open and remove the problem and stitch me up. No, you don't. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You don't do that. So yes, um, the application process is real because I only work with the women who will let me do what I need to do to solve the problem. And the women whose incredible testimonials that you see there are the ones that were like, okay, fine. I surrender. Tell me what to do. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So good. So listeners, head on over there to Stefania Shimano. Her last name is S-C-I-A-M-A-N-O dot com and um, apply. I mean, set yourself free. It's just incredible what awaits the brave and courageous souls who are willing to confront all of this and and do the work. There's just nothing, nothing that could be more... um, worthwhile in our lives is my true sincere belief at this point it's crazy not to do this work it's amazing so thank you so much for being on the show today is there any kind of last words that you want to 
share with us before we say goodbye? I would like to say that I firmly believe that every single person on the planet has the ability to heal their bodies completely, to become as wealthy in any way they wish, as wealthy as they wish. Everything is healable. Everything is fixable. So mm. whatever some people come in with like, oh, but that, what about this? What about that? Oh, I'm a tough nut to crack or any of the other excuses <laughs> or reasons that you have piled into your brain that have told you why this is not better yet. I'm saying no to that. Mm. <laughs> I'm saying you can absolutely heal. It's absolutely possible. And you just have to take that next step. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, amazing stuff. Incredible. Well, congratulations on the work that you're doing. And thank you again for being with us today. I look forward to all that's um, ahead for you and for all the women that you work with. Just incredible revolution going on in the world right now. And you are on the forefront. So congratulations. Thank you again. And listeners, head on over to StefaniaShimano.com and apply for one of those sessions. And I've got some coaching programs that are going to be launching any day now as well. So you can can check out those at StacyC.com. It's S-T-A-C-E-Y-C.com. And if you are ready to amplify your voice or get published, whatever it is, uh, reach out to me anytime and we can talk about collaboration. So thank you again for being with us. And we'll see you next time on the Change Book Radio Show. Bye, Stefania. Bye-bye. Thank you.